Yo. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. So free yourself a safe space for your concerns. We got things to learn, habits to unlearn. Always deconstructing and reconstructing. Can you see the beauty that's in destruction? If there's an end, the new beginning's coming. Nothing yeah. comes easy, does Yo. it? You gotta Yo. really want Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all Hello, hello, and welcome to Unhinged While Anchored. I am your host, Goddess, and I am so happy to be back for my season three premiere. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about Ho-Ho and the Lady, basically the progressional process of being a woman. This season is dedicated to my Andre, I uh, I hope to make you proud. <laughs> Today, I am honored to say that my guest is Tara. She is the host of Men Deserve Their Flowers Too. She hosts on Instagram. Hello, Tara. How are you? Hey, love. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing all right. Good, good. Thank you so much for being the first guest of my season. No problem. I'm excited. <laughs> now, Tara def definitely is providing a different kind of concept in which she is showering love to men. So she has actually been graced with celebrity as well as, you know, just the typical entrepreneur off the street. Mm -hmm. How did you come up with this concept? Well, there's two different reasons. Um, one's a little, well, they're both kind of sad, but one's a little more, more sad. Um, I was in high school. I had a, a great friend um, that I had a class with. He was going through depression. He had a lot of things um, going on in his life. And um, long story short, the day that he actually committed suicide, um, he was looking for me. Um, at school, he was asking teachers and, and mutual friends, like, where's Tara? Is she here? I need to talk to her. Um, and so he ended up doing that. And I have felt bad ever since that I was not there that day at school, girl. But that's he's one of the main reasons why I did my show, because everything that he was going through, I felt like he felt he didn't have anybody to really... Um, be vulnerable with or be able to express himself or accept me. Um, and so men deserve their flowers too. It's basically just an outlet. And I wanted to just, you know, um, bring awareness to good men that might not get the recognition that they deserve. Um, the second reason um, I was due to another friend also, and he was having troubles in his life. Um, I won't go too deep into his business, but they're basically um, after two of my good friends. So that's initially why I started the, um, the show. I will be honest and say one of the reasons I was attracted to your show is because it is kind of one of the principles of my platform is to appreciate men. Okay. I, I recognize that we as women are really selfish, you know, and when it comes to our emotions and our feelings, we can become tunnel visioned. And, you know, unfortunately, 
it's a learned behavior. And so I'm ready to call attention to it. Like I am here to call women out. Come on. Out. <laughs> you know, I am just that nobody's off limits because we live in a land of hypocrisy. And that is just one thing I can't handle. Right. Um, now, how long have you been doing your show? Um, it's almost two years now. I've been doing it for, uh, I guess, half the pandemic. Um, I, ha I actually started a little after it started. I got discouraged because it wasn't quite going the way I like hoped for it to go. Um, and so I just stopped for a little while. But then I started back. And so now it's going on two years um, and a few months. Now, for my listeners, Tara's cast is strictly on Instagram currently. Yeah, I, I, I did start putting a little bit of a bug in her ear today, though. <laughs> um, I And so Instagram is a jungle. Mm -hmm. It is not friendly. It doesn't care. Mm -mm. And how were you able to gain traction in that kind of environment because you do have a pretty good following. You I mean you're building your following? Like I stated, you've gotten uh, a celebrity on your cast. You've uh, spoken to a mutual friend of ours, Will from Picking and Choosing, mm -hmm. um, Picasso from OEU. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's for somebody that's just starting. Mm -hmm. What would be some advice? that you would give to them because it's not easy, not in the Instagram streets. It's not, but my advice would just be go for it. Um, I honestly took a leap of faith and I'm like, what if I could, I never get anybody to agree to come on. What if, you know, they just say flat out no. And, you know, and so I had to stop thinking about the what ifs and stuff like that and just go for it. Um, I'm really passionate about it. So when I approach the the men the kings whoever you you know which way you want to say it um I just break it down what I do it for and not the whole spiel but you know I break it down and I just tell them what it's about and usually the people that I do have on there I've actually been following for a long time either been a supporter or somebody I've looked up to admire what they've been doing in their life um so it's really like everybody I've had on there it's been for a you know um a good reason like you know like it's not just like oh i'm gonna get him on there just because like it's because i've been watching you and i don't know crazy stuff but i've been watching you i've been feeling what you've been doing so basically i would just tell somebody that's starting just to go for it you can't like be in that place of fear like if it's your passion it's something that you really want to do just do it you know i do agree with that and i'm actually gonna start recording little uh reels uh okay Amateur podcasting tips, you know, just in fun. Um, I think that there's a lot of fear when it comes to doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. In all actuality, you're just sitting down having a conversation. Right. right. It's just, are you willing to listen to yourself? And that is definitely one of the harder things about a podcast and why a lot of people typically have somebody on the panel. Yeah. Because it's easier to have a conversation than just to talk to nobody, you know, yeah, that's and true. it's just, that's, that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Now, 
not just to mention the difficulty of gaining traction, there is this misconception that we have it easier because we're women. Mm-hmm. What would you feel is one of the most difficult things that you've experienced as a woman, not just as it relates to podcasting, mm-hmm. but in general? Um, I think one thing that's been kind of hard is I get a lot of uh, pushback um, and of people saying that I'm coddling and I'm a... a um, a pick me and things like that because I'm doing um, the show strictly about our black men. And that's been something where it's just like, what? You can't win for losing because I'm doing it for a good purpose. I'm doing it for a good reason. But now I'm coddling to these men. Now I'm, you know what I'm saying? So that's been something that's been kind of, I guess, frustrating. Um, I don't really like the most of the men, you know, majority of the men are really respectful. Most of them are married. Um, so it's never been anything to where it's like any disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like one or two people might, you know, but they've been like single and stuff like that. Might have kind of shot their shot. And then I'm like, no, this is strictly business. You know, I don't want any, you know what I'm saying? This is just, you know, but overall, I think it would just be the the pushback that I'm getting from certain people of why I'm actually doing it, you know? Now, that is something that is part of the struggle, is anything that we do, we are subjected to the opinions of other women. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are the hardest on each other. Mm -hmm. Um, As it relates to being an adult, We have to work a certain way. We have to walk a certain way. We have to speak a certain way just in order to get any kind of recognition. However, in order to get recognition, we've got to lose our cred or our, you know, our manja for our friendships because unfortunately in our society, they don't allow you to have both. Mm -hmm. What is one of the struggles that you found in maintaining that evenness, because if you're a professional, like you are Tara for, you know, your podcast. Yeah. How are you still a woman? Because really does, do they allow us to be both? I mean, we know they do, but it's a different kind of pressure. Um, I think regardless of what anybody is saying, well, now the old Tara would have let things really, really bother her. And yeah, I get frustrated sometimes. But now I just block, I'm I'm block, I'm learning to block it all out. So I'm gonna be a woman, I'm gonna be me, I'm gonna be who I am, regardless of what anybody else is saying or how they're feeling. You know, yeah, I got the pushback from you know certain people, but even still, I am who I am. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what I'm what I'm gonna be. I just gotta stop letting all the, you know what I'm saying, go on my my ears and stuff like that. But I guess it's just not just tuning those type of people out, you know, and not letting it get to you. Because if not, I mean, if we don't do that, then, you know, we're not going to be able to move forward and do the things that we want to do. Because we're always going to worry about, well, what is this person going to say or how they feel or, you know. So I guess it's just me tuning things out and, you know, not letting it get to me. Try not letting it get to me. Now... In effort to try not 
trying to not let it get to you. I'll get it out, I promise. <laughs> I'm gonna take it back. I wanna take it back to like when you were 16 um, because that for me is when I was my most promiscuous. I was searching for what I recognize now is both a mom and a dad. However, it was being placed into the bedroom. So if a man was sleeping with me, that meant he loved me. That meant, you know, he was going to be that person that my dad wasn't. Right. Did you experience something similar to that or, you know, understand that kind of experience in that time frame? Um, yeah, around 16, I was... Um... Girl, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> um, I, because, I, you know, and it is it is trauma based because my father, um, we never had a relationship and I actually have been through a lot of, you know, uh, mental, physical abuse with him. And I think that um, I wanted love so bad, but I would still find it in the type of men that will resembled him or acted like him, um, treating me, you know, not putting the hands, but more so like the verbal abuse. Um, and so I would, at that age, I wanted love, right? But I was just going around to, to the wrong places knowing, dang, well, that's not who I should be with. <laughs> but that's what I was going to. So, you know, I was at 16, I was just, I was a mess. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, I was too. I was too. And um, I ran away from home at 15. Mm -hmm. um, poor boy. <laughs> uh, you know, and it did kind of set a pattern going forward. Um, but you're right. It is trauma based. Like I said, there was, for me, I recognized it was because my dad wanted a boy first. And so he always treated me second, even though I was the oldest. Right. And so that created that need to be needed to be placed first. Mm -hmm. And as I'm saying this to you, it just clicked. <laughs> so I apologize for the sudden kind of, not full emotion, but just the, you know, the recognition that that's why I have such a desire for needing to be put first. Yeah. Is because my dad made me second. Mm -hmm. And and I I can all we had was our bodies. Mm -hmm. And so we just tried to overcome that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so after a while, now I wasn't just out here, just, you know, giving my body to everybody. Um, but after a while it clicked in my head, like, you know what? Um, you need to get it together. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it just out of nowhere. I'm like, I'm not going to keep doing this. I know that what I'm looking for in a man is not anything like my father, you know, and I have to get out of that desire to um, 
want love so bad that I would basically be with anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was. I just, I wanted it so bad that it, I didn't do the vetting properly. I just went and, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought that, you know, like you said, we had our bodies and I thought that, oh, because I looked cute or I had a little shape and this and this and that, he was going to, you know, want me. And then he was going to give me the love that I was lacking. And, you know, I was just very naive um, back then. But finally, it just hit me like, I guess I found out my worth. That's what it was. Finally, I just was like, I deserve better than to just settle um, with just anything because I, I desire to be loved so bad. So um, that's that's what happened. I just I had a breakthrough. I had an epiphany one day and was like, you know what? You are somebody, girl. Get it together. Everybody's not supposed to touch you. Everybody's not supposed to be in your presence. Every, you know what I'm saying? And once I realized that, um, I went a, on a different path, I would say, <laughs> than what I was. So. Girl, my, my, my daughter is choosing violence, so I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. If, if I could go back, I think that I would probably do the same things over again, though, mm. um, because of the lesson that they were able to teach me. Um, you know, it's just during that time, I was really lost. Mm -hmm. You know, I was trying to find myself because my first time was taken from me. It wasn't a choice, you know? So that further complicated my whole journey right. because I had the wrong idea of love mm -hmm. because now love also included violence. And so, I would say that that was the biggest cause of my promiscu promiscuity <laughs> was the failure to have that leading man in my life to yeah. steer me away from that. Mm -hmm. um, during this time, my dad wished death on me. Mm, you we know. have similarities. <laughs> he told me that he wished me to die of AIDS Oh, um, and have all kinds of children. Oh, and that, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why we as, as women go through this sexual space, mm -hmm. and it is because of trauma, mm -hmm. and people aren't willing to talk about it, they always want to stay behind closed doors. Right. Because we have been conditioned what goes on in this house stays in this house. Mm -hmm. Except that's not true because I walk out the door every day. Right. You know, and there wasn't anybody there for me at that time to say, hey, we're here for you. I mean, my dad even tried to have me committed. Oh, you know? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, so love was just so strong for me. And um, 
I've based my entire life to the opposite of that. Um, but then came MySpace. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a time. Um, I met uh, my Buka, I call him Jen Michael. I met him on MySpace. <laughs> but with the introduction of MySpace and AOL chat rooms mm -hmm. and all of these different experiences, it made being promiscuous a little easier. Mm. Because now it's in digital. Now I can reach the masses and then all of these men are going to want me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it just, I got lost in it. Mm -hmm. It became really easy for me to pretend that the attention I was getting was love. Right. And so that was the elegant hoe phase, you know, the H-E-U-X hoe phase. Mm -hmm. um, and that one didn't end until this year. And I've been in relationships and it stopped this year. Oh, you said this year. That's why I, that's why I didn't hear. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to say their name because we're not going to do that here. Yep. However, I'm not that one, <laughs> one of the more controversial people that we try to avoid in our groups. The, the conversations as they relate to hoes and the way that they dress and the accessibility to <laughs> them finally landed. Mm. And away went all the naked pictures. Mm. Away went the accessibility to me. Okay. I'm 45. <laughs> I started at 16. Wow. It's a very hard place, at least for my experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just about me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I am unique in many aspects. My variables are different than other people's. Right. But I think that all of us have some kind of hoe in us, mm -hmm. you know, that need for love. People today have made that word really ugly. We've always associated it with streetwalkers and, yeah. you know, prostitutes and things of that nature. But can I tell you what it really is? Go ahead, girl. It's somebody searching for something that's missing within themselves. Mm. Okay. Women are conditioned to think that our greatest asset is our bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, we can sell our feet pics. We can sell flabby arms. We can do all of these things because there's a market for it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Somebody don't like it, huh? 
somebody is. <laughs> so we don't have to have a bar. We just have to show up. Mm. I don't want to just show up anymore. Mm -mm. Me either, girl. <laughs> so, sorry. I get on tangents because, you know, I'm just, I'm just that kind of person. But as it relates to you, do you feel that you've entered what they call the lady phase of life? Or are you at the tail end of the hoe phase? Um, because it's all different for all of us. But I, again, the connotation's not there. Yeah. You know, if you're dating, you're in a hoe phase. Let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade, you know? And it doesn't mean that you're sleeping with everybody that you're dating. Mm -hmm. However, a hoe by practice, <laughs> not one, but multiple. Right. You know, so, and sorry, okay. where do you feel that you are currently? Um, I think I'm in that lady phase. Honestly, I don't know if, see, I, I know it's hard because people say, don't say both. I think when I was younger, I was in a tad promisc promiscuous spot, but I've never um, been full out with my whole phase. So like I had a group of friends back in the day and they was over there. Wow. Like, you know, when we were younger, I'm sorry, I'm going to get a little graphic, but um, giving head was not becoming of a lady, right? Um, you know, and so I was like, ill. But like my friends was, you know what I'm saying? They was out there. And so it was like I was associated with all of it, but I wasn't myself dibbing and dabbling too much. I looked for love in the wrong places, but I necessarily wasn't busting it open for everybody, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Um so I was a little bit of, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit, but still I had, because growing up the age of 10, I wanted to be married. I wanted to be married at 10. You know I did too. Stevie Wonder was supposed to sing at my wedding. So, Girl, be know, careful. So I've always be had careful. <laughs> be careful with that name, girl. Be careful with that name. You oh, know. Girl, you made me nervous. What? Are we going to get flagged? But I just I just found out what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Girl, don't don't beat me up when you see this. Don't um, be conjuring them up. Don't be doing that, girl. Don't be doing that. <laughs> we are, do not. We are friends, girl. Um, But yes, so, you know, I've always had a little bit of the lady back then in my younger ages, too, and growing up. But now I would say I am in that full... I know my worth. You're not going to just anybody can't touch me. Uh, I'm not going to just, you know, um, be with just anybody. I've, act I've actually been abstinent for a long time now. Um, I don't have to disclose because people probably don't talk about me, but I, <laughs> I have not been with a, with a, you know, partner in a long time. Um, so I think I'm at a stage now where I'm like, look, if you're not ready to be on some Let's talk about marriage that, you know what I'm saying? Let's, what are your, what are your goals at this point? You know, we're not doing the, what's right. your favorite color? Um, you know, I need, I am in a mode where I am serious. I am getting of age. I'm climbing up the ladder. My birthday is actually in a few days, actually. Um, happy birthday. Thank you, <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm tired of, tired of 
just being tired. I, I want something serious. And so I feel like I'm in that phase of just on my grown woman, you know, I, I desire a certain thing now and I'm putting requirements. You know what I'm saying? I'm requiring things now. Back then I didn't. So, yeah. Right. And that is a good point. Traditional versus modern. Now, there's so many conversations on men wanting traditional women. I want a traditional woman. But if I pay for dinner, I want that booty. <laughs> um, you know, I... <laughs> Do you feel there's room in tradi for traditional values today? Girl... I don't even know. Okay, look. I don't. Okay, there's still some traditional. There's traditional values, but I don't. I, now all the all the things that we're hearing and stuff. I don't even think that tradition is taken seriously. If that am I making sense? Absolutely. I don't. If we say that we're this traditional type, or if we say if we got the men saying no. Women are out here doing this and that, this and so you know we're not the majority anymore. So I don't even know if there's any room for anything traditional at this point. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But it does put a really hard pressure on us. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to dress conservative, but mm -hmm. provocative enough to get their attention. Mm -hmm. Um. We can't wear weaves, but our hair has to be a certain way or we're not right. going to get the attention. Right. Our lashes can't be too long, but if you don't have any lashes, we're going to talk about <laughs> you because you're looking like you are a little sick. You might need a little bit of help. You know, we like a fupa, but not too much because then you're obese. <laughs> um, you know, there's just, yeah, there's all these pressures on us, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, Okay, and then we have those who like to yell from the the nosebleed section. Mm -hmm. Again, we're not going to mention their name. You'll you'll catch okay. on to who I'm speaking of. Who will go to extremes in order to gain notoriety, such as faking their own death. Uh oh, you know, it's it's gotten to that extreme, and. It's the women who are being held accountable for their emotions. Mm -hmm. when, are, when are we going to start pointing it out that the men are the ones that are starting to break down and show emotion? I don't know. I don't, I, I kind of think like it's scary because um, we might have traded places a little bit. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that all men. You know, not all. But I've seen a lot right. of emotional, emotional men lately. Um, right. And then you see the like, the lo more logical women. You know, so right. I think we kind of switched a, a tad bit. I yeah. do feel that women are pulling their emotions back. Not me. I will <laughs> never be able to do that. Um. But I do see that pullback and there's this push for family. There's this push mm -hmm. for 
what is the Donna Reed concept of life mm -hmm. where the wife is just going to be at home and just kiss her man when he comes home and hi, hon, here's dinner. You know, um, not going to lie. I really want that. I, 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 would <laughs> I, I would totally love to have that strong man come in and let me stop. But um, that's not <laughs> that's not something that is gonna necessarily be available. Mm. People aren't willing to put in the work anymore. It's all about me. But even as I sit up here with you, Tara, mm -hmm. it's my show, but it's not just about me. Girl, it's about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's about you too. I want to showcase you. You get to share your ideas, your opinions, your beliefs. And, you know, hopefully it gains you a few more followers. That's our goal. Aww. You know, even if it gains you one, net one is better than net zero. Mm -hmm. You know, and I really do believe that every show we do is not necessarily for the people that are sitting in the panel. Mm. That's deep. That is deep. You know, and I've seen it. I, I even watching your show. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up Picasso because I absolutely adore him. Mm -hmm. Um and you can tell that he is not accustomed to having praise. Mm. And not that he's never been loved on or anything like that, because mm -hmm. we see that he gets that. Yeah. However, he is a testimony of why your show is needed. Mm -hmm. Because men need to feel quote unquote pretty too. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of masculine men are like, pretty. I ain't pretty. Fuck yeah. You, you know, um, it's like, just calm down. Okay. So it's, <laughs> Let's, let's get away from the word, you know, um, because it's really the concept. I really want, I want to pamper my man. Girl, I want to work. I just, you know what? You know how people say, I'm willing to work overtime, baby. Give me extra credit. I'm, I want to make sure you feel special too. It's not all about me. Okay. I want. I want him to be like, okay, here's an assignment. And, you know, at the end of this assignment, there will be a reward. Mm. You know, I want, <laughs> <laughs> I like that kind of dynamic in which we get to play, um, mm. you know, but it's not something that a lot of people would be okay with because, that means that they have to step outside of what they are always known their whole entire life and take a chance. Mm -hmm. How many times do you feel like you've taken a chance? Oh, wait. Lord. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> a, a, a lot. That's my, my answer. A lot. Okay. Now, how many times has somebody taken a chance on you? Mm, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot. 
you know, so this. Um, but you okay. have to remain graceful. You have to remain poised. You can't be bitter. You okay. can't have a pity party because then you are the problem. Mm -hmm. Yep. Then you're emotional. Then you're too sensitive. You're, you know, um, so I'm hoping this, this next time, this next go round, you know, somebody does take a chance on me. Okay. I feel like I'm worth it. All right. And um, like you said, we've taken a many of chances and, you know, it's about us this time. <laughs> no, but I, I honestly want to say like, um, you know how we were saying how we want to pamper to our man and we want to cater to him. We want to do all of these things. Like, um, it's not all about us. And that's why I do my show too, for another reason. Um, it's not happy wife, happy life. It's happy house, happy spouse. Okay. It is not just about you. So I just want to put that out there. You know, it's, it's about both of us. It's a, you know, this is a team effort. And like you said, you ready to tell everybody, um, about those type of individuals, those women that are just super selfish and just always make it about them. Every, you know, can't take accountability. Just, you know, it's time. Okay. I went on a little rant just now. My bad. Oh, no, I am here for it because it's true. Yeah, it's true. We suck. <laughs> it's just what it is. You know, we and we're it's just, it's a continuous thing because we then are, we have children, you know, we have all of these other responsibilities mm -hmm. and we are still expected to be a hundred percent ourselves. Mm -hmm. Super women, superhero. I make a joke that I haven't been alone since I was inside my mom's womb. Mm. Wow. Some days it feels that way, you know? Um, however, if I share that, that doesn't mean that I'm complaining. I'm not asking for any factor of my life to change. Mm -hmm. Maybe the volume level a little bit, <laughs> but it's, a natural release. It's not emotional. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm sitting here and I'm in full tears and I'm venting and I'm having a pity party, mm -hmm. I'm not being emotional. I'm having <laughs> emotions. Yeah. My emotions are showing. Yeah. Emotional mm -hmm. is people who are like, I mean, it's just that thing like that. That's an emotional person yeah. or they're screaming 304, 304, defund, defund. <laughs> that's emotional. <laughs> However, me crying is just expressing emotions. That's okay. You know, it's okay to release. You know, it is. It is. But it does come back to the masculine feminine aspect of where we find our gender wars currently. <laughs> Women are the ones who are supposed to cry. <laughs> and yet it's the men who need to. Mm. Yeah, that's deep. Mm-hmm.
You're right. How how do we change that? How can we go to the toughest of men and say, hey, come behind this tent with me really quick? <laughs> come on. I got a secret to tell you. You'll be fine. You're safe. You're safe with me. You see my face? It's cute. You know? I, I think it just starts with women like us that are willing to be that safe space. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I've had people after my show even tell me like, oh my gosh, like I never probably would have even accepted the flowers, the flowers or coming on the show, but I'm glad I did. I was able to, you know, just in the way that they were saying it, it's like they were able to just like get things off and just be heard and, you know, and I don't even really get too, too deep on my show. Um, some people go into certain things, but I don't like require from my end. If they do it, then that's fine. But the people, like the feedback I've got from a lot of the people on my show have been like, hey, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And I've actually gained some friendships from, you know, them coming on. Um, and so I feel like if we are letting it be known that we're that safe space and it's okay, and, you know, then more men might start to be able to express themselves and not feel like they're a punk or they're a sissy or they're soft or, you know, like right. they shouldn't feel like that with the woman. They shouldn't, they should be able to be vulnerable. They should be able to express themselves with us. Cause if Absolutely. not us, who? And nobody else, everybody else is going to literally be judging them. Absolutely. So, yeah. And it's not going to be easy because mm -hmm. they're conditioned to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And that's all they know. And mm -hmm. so when you come in and you're like, no, it's okay. You can trust me. Right. It's, I've heard that before. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going through that right now. Oh, I gonna get too deep and say, oh, my business, but I'm going through that right now. And it's like, you know how they say, when a woman has been through pain and hurt and a man comes in, it, it, they have to be strong because you have to basically take on what somebody else did. You shouldn't have to, but you got to be strong to deal with that type of woman. Well, for me, it's like I have to be strong because the hoodlums and the women in the past hurt and played with certain people. And now it's hard for them to trust. It's, it's hard for them to believe that I'm not going to do the same thing that said person did, you know? Absolutely. So girl, let me tell you, it's, it's, it's hard. It is really hard. So I know if it's hard for me, it's definitely going to be hard for the men to, to let that guard down, you know? It is, you know, and I am, I'm, I'm lucky. I've unpacked my baggage. I I can call my triggers out real time. I'm mm -hmm. currently going through one of the biggest triggers that I've ever been, you know, called into recognition for. Mm -hmm. And it does take a strong person to handle that. Um, and I'm, it gets discouraging sometimes because you start to feel like you're too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl. I think the if my platform is vulnerability and I'm gonna be a hundred percent vulnerable with you, mm -hmm. 
I don't feel desired. Mm. Why not? I just, <clears throat> I, this is the first time being single. It's the first time being in this space. And so I have, I, I recorded something earlier. Mm -hmm. I had a man tell me they found me attractive or that I looked good in a long time. Wow. You know, not that I haven't been shown appreciation, mm -hmm. but just those off the cuff. You're beautiful. Yeah. It's nice. I haven't gotten that. And I don't encourage people to jump into my DMs. So my DMs are dry. I don't entertain that. Um, I just don't feel like a woman, you know? Maybe it's the energy I'm putting out. I don't know. It's just, that's just where I am. And that kind of makes looking at a family difficult. Yeah. Which is what they're browbeating into us in these, these streets we frequent that we should be headed towards a nuclear family. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you feel like you're, um, cause you said you're not like basically in, inviting anybody into the DMS and that's it. It doesn't have to be virtual. Do you feel like you put yourself out there at all? Um, you know, cause I, I had a friend tell me like, Oh, you know, um, they wanted, you know, love and everything like that, but they don't ever go outside. They don't go, they don't go outside. So it's like a man is not going to find you. You know what I'm saying? Inside the house. So I, I, I'm i saying like, do you put yourself out there at all for to feel, to, you know, feel desired or get that, get the type of attention? Um, so I'm going to say that I'm always where I am supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there. Okay. And I, it's not that I, it's not, mm, it takes a lot to get my attention. So, you know, I, I, I recognize that I'm probably not putting off the right energy because I'm not a good morning queen kind of girl. Okay. You know, and so I don't know, but that's one of the things that I think I've been struggling with over the last few months is just that, that need to be desired. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and people will hear that and will be like, come on, Billy, you don't have anybody. It's a different feeling when somebody chooses you mm. over being picked. Yeah. It's a completely different feeling, for sure. And so I'm looking to be chosen. I have graduated lady uh, accreditation. <laughs> I've excelled and moved into full ladydom. Um, you have to earn my body. It's not just going to come to you. Um, <laughs> You know, you're going to have to show me because telling me doesn't mean anything. Uh -huh. Girl, yes. Please show you. So. 
Okay. I'm here with you. I I do think that women complicated. I do think that our emotions add an additional layer. And that is because many of us are worst case scenario thinkers. Mm -hmm. And so when we meet somebody new, Mm -hmm. by the time they've finished their name, we've got six different paths we might be walking down. Yeah. (laughs) So women got to relax. Just got to relax. I have gotten to the point that when I meet somebody new, I don't see a man. I see him from his head to his waist. He doesn't have legs to me. Like I'm just not, I'm not interested on the lower half. So, you know, if I do happen to see it, in the not see it. Let me clarify. <laughs> let me clarify. No, let me let me. If I notice, if I notice that you're walking and you have legs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that means that I'm more interested in you than just a casual acquaintance. Right. And I'm ready to be courted. Yeah. I'm ready to not have to fight. To be loved. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's coming. I don't know when, but it's it's coming. <laughs> Trust me. So, given that, do you think that we're going backwards? If you look at the, the way that we're holding conversations now as it relates to man and women. Mm-hmm. There seems to be an ownership conversation as it relates to us. Mm-hmm. Women are now tangible property and are expendable and collectible. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we're going backwards? I don't know. That's hard because I, and I got to stop doing this because I know I'm not the majority, but it's hard for me to talk for like a, uh, you know, a collective group um because i just don't move i don't move like most women Mm -hmm. so for me i don't think that you know going backwards but maybe as a whole maybe i don't don't know it's hard for me to speak on that um because i just don't resonate with a lot of women (laughs) so i don't so i don't know i don't know on that I can I can understand that it is difficult sometimes to relate to women because again we are very much like layered onions. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we can be petty, we can be catty, we can be nurturing, concerned, and stab you at the, in the back at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like we can multitask when it comes to emotions and. I want to ask you, are you ready to be 100% vulnerable to somebody? Girl, I am ready. <laughs> I am, I've been ready, but yes, I am ready. I Look, this is me. Take me, all of me. You know, um, I'm ready for him to be able to be, you know, I'm, I'm the safe space for you. You're a safe space for me. I am ready, okay? 
I get what you mean when you just want to be desired. You want to be loved. I want all of that too. And I'm ready for it. Um, so I've just been trying to get me all the way, you know, together. And so when God sends said person my way, I'll really be ready as much as I, you know, you there, boo? <laughs> oh, I have no idea what happened. I was like, I'm by myself. <laughs> I went to move my mouse and it just took me completely out of the studio. <laughs> that is awesome. That is, um, yeah, that is, it's going to be in the show. You'll see it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Where, where did she go? It's all right. Watch but me disappear. Huh? It's gonna be watch me disappear. <laughs> they gonna see my face like, oh my god! No, I, I didn't look crazy, but I was just talking to my literally to myself. I said, wait, where is she at? But overall, yes, I'm ready. I am ready for all. I'm ready for just you know peace, happiness, love, all of that. So hopefully, hopefully it is gonna come. I'm I'm gonna be here, ready and waiting for it to. I, you know, I, I am definitely ready as well. Um, so if you're listening, <laughs> I'm ready. Go ahead, shoot your shot. <laughs> I'm not sure who you are, but you could very well be listening right now. And you never know. You might like my voice. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Okay. I am here for the hookups. Yes. Love in 2024. Yes. <laughs> We're manifesting it. It is coming. Everybody's going to be in love. Next year, we are all going to be in the matching pajamas with the boo on the side. Okay. He's gonna so I'm going to challenge you. So this is what I did. Okay. So earlier I recorded a video mm -hmm. and in the video, I'm manifesting. I am put I I am speaking it into existence. Mm -hmm. I am gonna post this video. Okay. You're not gonna hear what I'm saying because it's not for the public. Okay. And so it'll have music over it and some kind of saying to kind of block my mouth because you know there's lip lip readers. Mm -hmm. However, I want to challenge you to do that too. Manifest what you want for 2024. Okay. Mute the video. Put it over in music and put whatever caption you need to put over the top of it and post it. We, If we're going to speak into the universe, let's speak into the universe. And I know what I want. I know what I want. <laughs> Come on, girl. All right. I'm going to do my video. I'm going to tag you in it. Yes, ma'am. I will do my video and I will tag you as well. And maybe we can get Ben's and we can, you know, we can get our, our little group to do it. And that could be like our whole thing for like the 2024. Like everybody, you know, let's let's start a trend. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that brings me to a segment I like to call the goddess seat. Mm. And so the goddess seat is where I get to give you flowers, Tara. Oh my gosh. So sweet. <laughs> so I have watched you 
stand in front of judge and jury and be executed. And I saw you do it with as much grace as anybody could possibly give. And that takes a lot. What you're doing is setting an example. And a lot more women need to appreciate men in order for them to learn how they're going to become appreciated. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's very important that there's people willing to be trendsetters. And I really do feel that you're a trendsetter. I do feel you should come up off of Instagram, <laughs> but baby steps and just keep doing what you're doing. Your guests are getting bigger, which means your platform needs to be too. Right. And just keep doing what you're doing. I think I said that. I might repeat sometimes, but <laughs> even as a woman, you're a mom. You have to navigate being a mom, working, doing your show, finding guests, platforming. There's a whole lot of things that go into it, not to mention what goes into being a woman. And even though I've seen you stumble, I am so honored to say that I didn't see you fall. Oh, thank you. And if ever you just want to jump onto a platform and have a different kind of a discussion, because, you know, I don't have the appropriate parts for your show. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are always more than welcome. And, you know, I want to change the conversation. You know, our my goal is to help us all find what it, whatever it is that we need. Right. The way that we need to find it, not the way everybody else is telling us to. Mm. Oh, it's so sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, I'm not used to getting flowers, um, but it does uh, mean a lot. And I am honored to be on your show. I like this. You know what I'm saying? This is nice. It is. Um, so I hope that your show goes up big, you know, bigger than it already is. And I'm here for it. Anytime you need me or, you know, I, I got you. So, yeah, thank you for having me. All right. And so I would I appreciate that. I'm sorry. I'm always a little awkward at the end. Don't mind me. <laughs> In the podcast world, this is where we give our guests time to tell people where to follow them. And so, Tara, where can okay. people follow you? Um, so I am on Instagram. Um, my main account is T-A-R underscore R-A-H. It's Tara. I actually changed the spelling of my name because everybody always calls me Tara, Tia, just every other name but mine. And I should be used to it because that happened when I was younger all the time. But that's where you can find me on Instagram. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. I do post periodically, but I haven't taken my show over there yet. So just to kind of get a feel of like who I am. Um, my, uh, and why did I say it? And I can't think of the name. Hold on. I have two different ones. So it's Tata Mama 280. T 
T-A-T-A-M-A-M-A-2-8. Um, that's my one of my YouTubes. I can't think of the other one. But yes, that's where you can find me as of now. <laughs> All right. And again, Tara, I really do appreciate you joining me today, especially because it was such short notice. This is um, something that means a lot to me. And I truly do appreciate you. And to all of the listeners, join me next week where I get to sit with the Wizard of Pod himself, King Germ from Pod and Save Our Marriage. And we are going to be discussing, is it conflict or content? Mm. Taking a little bit of a look on what social media does and is it the cause of conflict? Tune in to find out. As always, thank you so much for waking up today. I love you. And be nice. It's easy. <laughs>